0: Good morning. I rejoice and I am happy because I am back here with you and thank you for all of your prayers for my time that I was not with you. Christianity is, in its very nature, something which must be seen. In almost every person, there is an instinctive fear of being different and in our world today it is likely for others to persecute those who do not conform to a certain pattern of society however we as catholic christians must humble ourselves and our position and never be ashamed To show and profess our Catholic Christian faith just because it is different from the teachings of this world? Do we ever try to hide anything from ourselves? Do we sometimes shut our eyes to the consequences of certain actions and habits? consequences that we are well aware are important to us. It is like the person who deliberately shuts their eyes to the symptoms of illness and being sick. They know in their heart and in their body there is something wrong with them, but they're afraid to go to the doctor because of what he might tell them. Other times, we may try to hide things from our friends and fellow man. But things have a way of coming out and are revealed. A person who keeps dark, sinful secrets can be a very unhappy person because they know in their heart and their soul they have done wrong, and they have that will, they have that drive that they need to come to confession and confess their sins, be forgiven, and have a clean, white, bright slate in the eyes of Almighty God. The person that has nothing sinful to hide is a happy person because that person knows that they are ready to meet the Almighty God and their Maker. Have we ever tried to hide something from God? God does not see this. I can do this. He will not remember it. No one, no one has ever attempted a more impossible task than to think that they can hide something from God because we would do well to remember the scripture test that says, Thou art a God of seeing, Genesis 16. 13, remember that we all and everything that we think, say, or say is in the presence of Jesus Christ, for he is always with us. In today's scripture we heard, there is nothing hidden that will not become visible and nothing secret that will not come to light. The lighted lamp that we hear about in today's gospel is the image of God's word. In Psalm 119, we read, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. The person who, when hearing God's word, embraces it and understands it is filled with the light of the world. Jesus Christ is the light of the world, and they are filled with that light, and they are a happy person, and they become a visible lamp so that others may see and be saved. Today's scripture tells us that we who have received the true faith the one and only true faith must evangelize and share our faith with others so that not only they, but we too may share in our own eternal salvation with Christ, the light of the world. Today, I am wearing red as we celebrate the obligatory Memorial of Korea's special saints, Andrew Kim tae Paul Chong-sung, and all their companions. I had to read that. Christianity came to Korea during the Japanese invasion of 1592, but so did persecution. Evangelization was very, very difficult and many people underwent torture and death because of our catholic christian faith because korea refused all contact with the outside world in any change to their religion andrew kim tae was the first korean priest of korea he was the son of a korean convert his father was martyred during the persecution of 1839 and was beatified in 1925. Among those martyrs whom we commemorate and celebrate today were Andrew's lay associate, seminarian Paul Chung Ha-sung, together with Columbia Kim, an unmarried woman only 26 years old, she was put in prison, tortured, and then her and her sister were disrobed and put in cells with condemned murders and criminals. That was for two solid days they were in that cell. But miraculously, they were not molested not even by those hardened criminals. After Columbia Kim complained about the indignity of being imprisoned with no clothes in that environment, no more women were subjected to that treatment. Because of her suffering, no more women suffered that indignity. But for her profession of faith, she was beheaded kim complained about that dignity and she was beheaded because of it and many other unpronounced saints in korea underwent gruesome torture and death and as i read about it i couldn't even proclaim it to you because it is so gruesome such a horrifying death that they underwent, so that they would be made an example of and people would apostatize. But these saints remained true to their faith, staunch Catholic Christians, and refused to leave the church to abandon God and apostatize. When Pope John Paul visited Korea in 1984, he canonized Andrew Paul, 98 Koreans and three French missionaries who had been martyred between 1839 and 1867. Among these were many bishops and priests, but for the most part, they were lay people just like you and me, 47 women, 45 men. Think to yourself, how strong is my Catholic Christian faith today? If you were asked to give your life in this horrible torture, in the way that these saints gave their lives, would you apostatize? St. Andrew, Kim, Tejon, and Companions, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.